Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Hey, all this is Sean Gerber again with Reduced Cyber Risk, and you are, this is part of my CISSP exam questions I'm providing for individuals that want to tie into Reduced Cyber Risk. This is RCR Echo, which is exam 006, Domain 2, Asset Security. All right, like I said before, taking the test is a booger. These are great videos to help you understand what is the process around taking these tests. And they also tie in directly with the domains that I put out there, the training I've got on my CISSP training, and it fits in perfectly with what you'll learn. All right, let's get going. All right, the first one is what is protected health information tied to? A, tied to specific individuals. B, tied to individual health information, oral and written and or actually, but and and written. C, tied to individual health information, written only. Or D, copyright, trade secrets, or trademarks. Again, what is protected health information tied to? Specific individuals, individual health information, oral and written, individual health information, written only, and copyright, trade secrets, and trademarks. The answer is... B, protected information, health information, is protected for individuals in both an oral and written form. Either one. I mean, it can, it can be in both. It can be just if you just have written form and it's protected. If it's in oral form, that can be protected. But bottom line is that anything that's written in or oral, it is protected under PHI. Data classification. What is a typical downside to data classification? A, it's very easy to put into place. Yeah, it sure is. Doesn't require leadership support. That's B. C, requires leadership support. So the first one, the second one is doesn't. This one is requires. Or D, none of the above. And the answer is, again, let's go back real quick. What is a typical downside to data classification? It's very easy to put into place. Hmm. Doesn't require leadership support. Requires leadership support. Or D, none of the above. 
C is the answer. When classifying data, it is imperative that the leadership is involved and supportive of the project and plan. If you don't have their support, it's just dead on arrival. Ain't going to happen. So you need to have make sure that they are tied into this completely. Data classification is a hard process to accomplish, and it takes a lot of support, and it takes an orchestrated planned event for this to happen. Data classification. What are the criteria to classify data? A, usefulness of the data. B, value or cost of the data. C, data disclosure. Or D, all of the above. Again, what are the criteria to classify data? Usefulness of the data, value or cost of the data, data disclosure, and or D, all of the above. And D is the answer. All the items above are criteria designed to classify data. Every single one of them is that. So they, all of those are part of the criteria when you're looking at classifying specific types of data. All right, this is my training. You can check it out at Udemy.com. Again, all of these questions come directly from the training that you could see at Udemy.com. Some great stuff out there. It's extremely reasonable what Udemy puts out. Uh, honestly, it's, it's crazy how inexpensive it is for people to be able to get to it. Again, it's CISSP certification. Sean, S-H-O-N, the uniqueness my parents gave me. Gerber, G-E-R-B-E-R, just like the knife or the toilet. Yeah. Now let's, let's avoid the toilet one. Let's go with a knife. Knife is cooler. Yeah, let's go with a knife. Or you can go to ReduceCyberRisk.com to my link at uh, CISSP-training, and it will take you to where you need to go on Udemy as well. So I hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to FreeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.